Okay, this is another three-parter. Uh, the first part is going to be my continuing uh, understanding of Amazon through my personal research and shopping. Second part is a letter that I found that I wrote to my mother two years after she passed at the suggestion of a therapist. And the third part is going to be just a thing um, on podcasting, uh, particularly for older people. All right, so I'm going to start on the first part now. Um, Amazon, yeah, so I think when we last left off, uh, something had... Oh, I, I'd gotten um, one thing the next day, and then another package was supposed to arrive the following day. Uh, it did. And I got an interesting um, early notification that I hadn't received before. The notification, first notification I got said that it was two stops away. And um, this was early in the morning, and it did not give me any specific information about when it was going to arrive, uh, except that it said before 9 p.m. Then I got another notification that it was one stop away, and it listed a point on the map. Um, but again, nothing that said how long it was going to be. And it actually did arrive at 11.55 a.m., so, uh, you know, for me, it's that that really isn't the really the only information that I need is or would like is that it's shipped and a real uh, uh, estimated time of delivery, not, you know, this before 9, 9 p.m. thing. So, you know, as soon as they can have that, I would like it. Otherwise, I don't need to know that it's two stops away or any uh, that it's went left the carrier facility and the Amazon facility, etc. Okay, we'll be back after the short break. All right, this is the letter I wrote to my mother at the suggestion of my therapist two years after her death. I wrote this in 2014. And I haven't seen it since, and I haven't read it, and I just discovered it in a journal so I'll be reading it for the first time in five years, or looking at it for the first time in five years. Dear Mom, it's been nearly two years since she passed, and I can't remember the last time I wrote you a letter. I am in therapy dealing with anxiety, depression, grief loss, and a food addiction. I am grieving both over the loss of you and death and the loss of our relationship and the many years you did not speak to me after I came out to you. I am angry and hurt that I was not given your unconditional love. I was motherless during that time, and you were still alive. We never talked about it, and you never apologized. It was all swept under the rug as if we had a relationship or we were in contact all that time. I am also angry and hurt that you did not come to my wedding and lied to me by saying that you didn't go to weddings. I told you things about my parenting issues, and you gossiped about it with my brother. I never realized how angry I am until now. I know you did your best, but it wasn't enough. 
I am struggling with forgiveness and also grieving the loss of you, especially after we were in contact the last few years of your life, but absent for literally decades before. At an early age, you started bugging me about having children and making you a grandmother. At age 16, you joked that I should not take birth control because you wanted to be a grandmother. I was not being sexual with men, although when you were 17, you were pregnant with my brother. In retrospect, I think you knew I was a lesbian then, and you were in denial and trying to force me to be uh, with... Uh, forced me to be with men at an appropriate age. And when I did become a mother at age 44, you did not accept my daughter as your grandchild. Instead, you told me you thought of my partner as my housemate and our daughter as her daughter. For years again, you denied me as a mother, yourself as a grandmother, and me as a spouse in a committed relationship. It was only in the last seven years of your life that you accepted most of me. You saw my spouse only once during that time, but did visit us um, and uh, allowed us to visit you, but we were not invited to stay in your home. Even when I came without the kids, I was not invited to stay in your home. You often talked about your mother and how horrible she was. Everyone desires to be a better parent than their parent and you were, but the bar was pretty low. This isn't just a woe is me dump on your mother leather. I am both grieving grieving your physical loss and absent for most an absence for most of my adult life and working on forgiving both you and myself. And a special shout out thanks to my um, friend and spiritual sister and podcast uh, partner, uh, Pam Grimm, for listening to my story about this, and I find, found, it, it, found it, and it brings up both the issues um, around my mother and my food addiction, which I will talk about more. Thanks, Pam. This is uh, a little something I read about podcast from an AARP bulletin, uh, just doing some cleaning, and for whatever reason, I saved, well, maybe because I know what reason, I didn't, I didn't open mail, I didn't look at mail, but I had saved this and, and moved it, so um, it's from May of 2018, and it's in the Your Life section, um, and it's, um, several pieces. One is called The Golden Age of Audio, and in that section they talk about monthly podcast listening by those 55 and older has increased 70% since 2014, which is when I wrote that letter to my mother, according to Edison Research. Uh, the other thing they have is some podcasters over 50 uh, that I'm going to check out which um, the one that looked interesting to me was David Knight, who's 55 from New York City, and it's called Back in the Dave. Uh, it's bi-weekly, and it says what it's about. You hear a song, and right away a memory comes back, and uh, he talks about classic tunes, so that I'm very interested in. 
the other podcast they suggested to try that I'm re- interested in listening to, hopefully there's, it's still around, this is uh, more than a year later, Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel? Uh, it says it's like being a fly on the wall in some of the juiciest couples therapy sessions imaginable. You don't even have to pay. Uh, so it says, even if you're skeptical of every shrink you've ever met, there's always a learning moment with Perel where you recognize yourself, your significant other, or your family dynamic in the conversation. This is from Lori Berger, the entertainment editor for the AARP Bulletin. So, uh, yeah, um, that's good. And, um, I think that's all I wanted to say. You you know, the drill. Thank you for, for listening. Uh, please share this podcast with others and consider supporting the podcast as well. Bye.